city to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network. This is it. Ladies and gentlemen all over the world, it's about that time for the new top-rated mental health podcast. Check on your strong friends with the queen of bouncing back, Lauren Spearman. So grab a snack, sit back and relax because it's about to get real. Hello world. This is Lauren Spearman, the Bounce Back Advocate, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of your podcast, Check on Your Strong Friends. Check on Your Strong Friends is the podcast that everyone needs because what we do is we look out for you. We want to know, are you okay? What's going on with you? How have you been doing? And that is the sole purpose because mental wellness is wealth. So we've got to take care of ourselves, and I want to make sure that I can provide a platform that gives us the space to do so. If you would like to talk to me privately about how you're doing and what's going on with you, feel free to go to Instagram to check on your strong friends page, DM me, give me some feedback, let me know what you think, how you like it, how it's affecting you, positive or negatively, what you'd like to see more of, um, what you don't like so much, I can take it. I've got thick skin and I want to make sure that I'm giving you the best product of what you need. And I know I can't please everyone, but your feedback is so important. So if you're listening to this, I'm talking to you. I value you. On today's episode, we have a part two of our previous conversation. Check on your strong friends who are single during quarantine. And since we are doing part two, it was only right to bring back the special guest that was a part of that episode last week, that dynamic episode, if I do say so myself. Uh, such a great conversation if you haven't heard it take the time now to go back and listen to it because it provides necessary context for what we'll be discussing today so with that being said i would like to welcome mr arlington lane aka a train of the a train show to the building and as we discussed he is a podcaster He is the producer of Check On Your Strong Friends as well as other podcasts. And he is also a business partner of Mr. Palmer Alexander III of In The Zone Network. So everybody welcome him to the platform today. We're so glad to have you back. Get to be back for part two? (laughs) All right. Good to have you you back with us so that we can dive into this discussion now. Yes. I'll be honest. I did not expect to do a part two today and bring the L.A. train back. (laughs) (laughs) But it was necessary. It was necessary because I I felt as though if I'm going to be transparent with you guys, I have to keep you informed of what's going on. I'm one of those people that I hate to... um, see all the good of a relationship on on Facebook and then all of a sudden it goes away and I'm like what happened I I was rooting for you guys (laughs) and I know a lot of things are my business but it's just the human to me that I'm like hey I was invested I want to know I got a call today (laughs) about that from an individual that I used to work with in radio and she uh asked she sent me a message on Facebook she said you know are you doing anything you know uh, you are you covered you and your wife covered so I called her up and I was like, unfortunately, I'm not married anymore. She was like, 
you can hear you can hear it on the phone. <gasps> you can hear all of that. It was hilarious, man. <laughs> and so that's exactly why I want to make sure that I am being true uh, to myself with giving my heart in this podcast and just letting you guys know everything. So you can check in on your strong friend today, which is me. <laughs> So um, at this time, I just want to kind of give a quick recap for those who didn't go back and listen. I hope you go back and listen. But in case you didn't, um, last episode, we were just talking about what it feels like to be single during this quarantine time where you have way more time to think, time to yourself. You're in isolation and it can bring about some feelings of loneliness. And I was super excited last week because I had a date coming up, right, um, with somebody that I've, I've known a very long time and they had reached out um, to me as far as going on a date and they extended that invitation, I should say. And so I was super excited and I was nervous and I was doing a lot of planning um, in regards to that, but it didn't quite work out how I thought it would. (laughs) I, I had a bit of a crazy weekend. It was a lot of things going on, but just to kind of zero in on that dating situation, I I did a lot of preparation, guys, because for me, I always like to put my best foot forward. Just in, in anything that I do, I'm being more cognizant of my brand and how I appear. And I, you know, I wanted to look my best. Not only that, when you haven't seen someone in a very long time and you're going to be seeing them again, you don't want them to see you and just be like, oh dang <laughs> like like you really you really let yourself go like you didn't do anything yet. so I just wanted to make sure that I put everything in place and I think that this is something that um, a lot of women do nowadays if, if a guy calls you up and, and says that he would like to take you out you go through preparation you don't just jump out the door I mean as much as men say that they love women in their natural state I think a lot of women would agree if someone's calling you up and saying that they would like to take you to a nice restaurant, you are going to take the time to do your makeup, make sure your hair is right, make sure your outfit is right. And that's just what we do, mm-hmm. um, you know, in order to make sure that the package is, is right. The package. Now, for me personally, <laughs> I have been uh, blessed to come into contact with a pretty regular glam squad that I have been using just for my professional events so for this I I thought that I would employ their services again because it just makes it so much easier and it takes the stress off of me as Mm -hmm. far as do I have time to do my hair what is it going to look like what what am I going to pick out to wear I just wanted to leave that in the hands of my glam squad so I can just focus on having a great time right because as I said it had been a while since I had been on a date period so I needed to even (laughs) mentally prepare myself like what does that look like and you know I was joking last week trying to figure out what to do with the mask and all this and all that so I just had already a lot on my mind so got my glam squad together Um, they were able to fit me in first of all shout out to the glam squad Um, my hairstylist slash very close friend Charity Lee of Charity Lee Hair amazing at what she does super talented um, but again one of my closest friends even outside of being a hairstylist so I appreciate her so much my wardrobe stylist is Kara Patrice Mm -hmm. of Fancy Consulting and that's P-H-A-N-C Fancy Consulting she and I actually used to work together 
um, at AT AT&T. I worked at AT AT&T for many years, for those who don't know. And so we built a rapport at AT AT&T, but it's so funny. We are so much closer now than when we used to see each other at work. Right. So she's also a very close, great friend, um, amazing stylist. Check her out. I think her page has like 22,000 followers or something crazy like that. That's awesome. She's super dope. Mm Mm-hmm. And last but certainly not least is my sister, um, Nikki Perkins, who is one-third of Capes Off, which is a movement where a lot of people found out who Lauren and who the Bounce Back Advocate was, was through Capes Off. So Nikki and I are, of course, super close. We've, you know, gone through different life situations together, just being supportive of one another. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Nikki. Um, And she's just the best at what she does she glams me up really great so if i see her again i want to see if she remembers me i i know her mother i know her brother i remember her father so yeah i want to see if she remembers who i was yeah is just an incredible person inside and out and i always tell her it's more than makeup it's ministry when i get in her chair it (laughs) never ever fails um, Glory be ye to Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm just so glad that my glam squad was able to get me in. Um, also, on nails, I do have to say, my good friend Crystal. Crystal's been a friend of mine for over 10 years, and she is an African American nail tech that works out of Pro Nails on St. Charles Rock Road. So she got my nails together. Right so on. If you can imagine, it was a week of, you know, these are ladies that are high in demand. They're successful at what they do. So it was a week of like, okay, I need to fit these appointments into my regular schedule, which is already crazy. <laughs> um, shout out to Monty Mont who coined the name L Busy for that reason. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, just financially, because I'd like to make sure that I compensate. I'm not one of those people that just because we're close I think that you're supposed to hook me up so just financially making sure that you know I had the budget so that everybody could be taken care of it's called checking on your strong friends yeah it's it's just you know being mindful and appreciating the fact that yes I'm your friend but you have a business you have a gift and I want to support you and so into you for that gift and so for me it was a lot invested mm-hmm. um, mentally emotionally financially just into making sure that everything was right for this one day mm. the day comes and i'm sitting up here like i hope everything goes right when i tell you every single appointment went off without a hitch mm-hmm. it was almost kind of eerie <laughs> I was on time for everybody, which is hard. Look, I'm admittedly not the best when it comes to time management, um, but I was on time for everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody was on time for me. Everybody took the amount of allotted time that they said they needed to take. Uh, Some were even done earlier. Um, So it was just like... Everything was going well. Um, even with the styling, um, Kara had met me at one of my favorite uh, boutiques, which is Elizabeth St. James down on 14th Street, owned by Shannon, one of my favorite hey, people, Shannon, Shannon Carr. Um, so, you know, everybody was just in place. And Shannon was nice enough to open up the boutique for me after hours. Like, how cool was that? And I'm almost afraid to say that because I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble. Like, please, y'all don't call her and ask her. Can you hook me up? You know, <laughs> to, to you, open up late. You did it for your know, friend. I don't know if she can do that. Oh, my gosh. We you might, did that for your friend. Look, we might have to edit that out. I don't know. I got to ask Shannon. 
<laughs> Gotta get consent now, don't you? But, uh, yeah, so everything just went off without a hitch. Everybody was where they were supposed to be. The appointments went well. So now I'm super excited because everything is falling into place the way it's supposed to go. Well, the the day is here. I'm looking amazing, if I do say so myself. I, I hate to toot my own horn, but those ladies did that. Like, they, they transformed me. They did what they were supposed to do. And, um... With that being said, I got a text around 4 o'clock. The date was scheduled to be at 8. And I got a text around 4-ish that uh, he had to take a rain check. I almost had to leap up out this seat right here, right now. I, I feel like if there's any type of bum, 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 like dramatic music. <laughs> I got some way worse than that. Like, I feel like that's where it should Trust go. Trust me. I got some way worse than that. So it was it was about four o'clock and um needless to say I was very disappointed in that. I won't go into any details, um, you know, because that's just that's personal between that person and I. Um, but I was very disappointed and um it was to the point where I felt as though my time had not been considered. Mm. And my feelings had not been considered. Now, I'm not going to say that that person, their reasoning may or may not have been valid. I mean, again, that's that's personal because that it, when I go into that, that's no longer me being transparent for me. That's me then telling someone else a story, which I won't do without them being present. But, mm -hmm. yeah, it was just a little disappointing for me because... It was more than just the preparation. It was the fact that it was like, this was an opportunity to see what could possibly be. And now I see that it's that's not going to happen. Mm. So <laughs> at that moment, I'm like reaching out to everybody I can because, you know, I've gotten a little cheering squad at this point with my friends like, Hey, girl, send me a picture when you're ready. Hey, girl, call me as soon as you get home. I want to know how it went. Hey, girl, make sure when you post, you tag me. And now I have to tell people, like, um, please don't expect me to call you. Please don't expect me to post anything. Um, I don't have any details for you right now, but it's just not going to happen. Is there, any, so, is there any pics from the from you know your outfit that you did and stuff like that i did not use the outfit because i figure that's something that i can save for another day you know what i mean so i didn't even put the outfit on i got the text before i was dressed okay so um, i was about to say did you already dialed up for the, before that happened and i was like but you answered the question already so. no so i um i was kind of dressed up that day just because i had meetings and and things like that going on so i was kind of already professionally dressed but no i wasn't date dressed because you know for the date i wanted to get like vixen like and so yeah i didn't i didn't get to do that but i can save that for a different day uh, but it was just like one of those moments where I was like, oh, my God, I'm like dreading telling people this. I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of embarrassed. Um, but I just wanted them to know, you know, hey, I'm going to just be chill tonight. And they were really supportive. Like Kara uh, specifically was like, girl, you look way too cute. I'm coming to get you right now. We're going out. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, but thank you. Because I just wasn't mentally in that space and... So I did what I normally do when I'm not feeling so well. Mm. 
and I um, called up my godmother, who is a, a saint. I love her, Ella Marie. And I was like, I just need to get away. I just need to come over. Um, you know, can I just can I just sit up under you? Let's watch a movie. I went to Schnucks, our local grocery store. I got some break and bake cookies and some Ben and Jerry's caramel sutra. Mm, that sounds wonderful. Caramel sutra is amazing. <laughs> I like the name too. I like it. I like the name too. Yeah, the little clever play on words. Yes. It makes any and everything better. Uh-huh. So, you know, go get some of that. While, while, <laughs> while you was in the midst of looking cute. Yeah. So basically, I, I got that going and I went to her house and I can't even remember what we watched, but it was an African movie because she let me pick because I was in such a I was in such a slump. So she let me pick. And of course, um, I've been telling everybody ever since quarantine, I've been obsessed with Nollywood movies. Prior to quarantine, you could not have paid me to watch a Nollywood movie. I used to get upset when I would go looking for like um d-list romance african-american movie and all the african movies will come up because i'm like i can't understand what they're saying i don't want to watch this and one day i just kind of fell into watching one mm -hmm. and it was called the wedding party with adesua itomi wellington and banky wellington and um a cast of other amazing actors and actresses and i became hooked from that day so now i'm like a nollywood fanatic you can't even if I get to choose, I'm not watching anything else but Nollywood. It's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I, you know, I I have to get hip on that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I I usually watch bad films. That and I found out what it was called. Tubi, T U B I T V. Tubi TV. Yeah, I watch a lot of Tubi. Yeah, that's for all the bad movies. Yeah, I watch a whole this lot stuff of is Tubi. Oh, I should just say no. I'm not gonna do that because. Those guys are trying to do their best, you know, putting together films and stuff. So, because um, a lot of it just seems like they just throw it together. Look, I, I'm a fan of, of yeah. D-list movies, straight to DVD movies, series. Like, I'm here for it all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I said that to say I, I'm like the biggest Nollywood fan. I love Nigeria, Lagos. I would love to visit there one day. Um, and I follow all of the actors and actresses on Instagram now. Wow. Um, and I follow Nyjah on Netflix so I can keep up with the, the latest ones coming out. But anyway, so I said that to say she let me choose the movie. So we watched the African movie and it was just like a really chill night. So my godmother, shout out to my godmother, made sure that I had a really good night. Now, during that night, I, I was kind of, you know, sulking a little bit because I'm like, man, I literally invested into these appointments and they're getting ready and now like ain't nobody gonna see this face like ain't nobody and so my friend was like well you need to take some pictures or something so i did take a little video while i was like on the couch with my t-shirt on uh -huh. <laughs> and so i took a little video just so i could tag um everybody that did the hair the makeup you know everything before it got washed away uh-huh and um so i did get to have that moment now after that the most incredible thing happened. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, I invested this money. What am I going to do? I get a cash app notification from my beautician. Now, look, guys, when I say this, don't be expecting her to do this for y'all because this is not an everyday occurrence. But 
I get a cash app notification from my beautician. She refunded my appointment to me. Wow. She refunded my appointment. This is Charity Lee of Charity Lee Hair. Um, again, I'm not saying this so that y'all can bombard her. Disclaimer. <laughs> Put that disclaimer in right now. But just the fact that, like, our friendship, you know, is, is so important to her that she, you know, would do that for me. And I know that was a sacrifice. So it just really really made my night and I was you know just so thankful and I still am so grateful and thankful for her and her presence in my life um it, it really made a difference but then God wasn't done yet I get another text message from a very um awesome amazing inspirational woman I don't even know if I'm allowed to tell you what she, what she did for me I'm trying to think because I think it may be I think it may be something I kind of have to keep to myself, but I will say that it was Coach Chi, Chiquita. She's like a supermodel, life coach. She's a podcaster. She is half of the Gender Project with mm-hmm. Church and She. Yeah. Absolutely incredible person. Mm-hmm. And when I told you the text message that she sent me was her blessing me in an incredible way. Um, with you know something that she was able to offer which was able to save me tremendously um, it was just like God was restoring what I had lost God was restoring you know the the monies that I had spent and I was like you know wow that was kind of a waste it was like with those blessings from charity and from chi hey both ch's (laughs) (laughs) but yeah with those blessings from charity and chi it was like God was like, I got your back. So he definitely used those women to to bless me. And I'm so grateful for them for doing that because it was like a reminder to me that I'm going to be okay. So I did get stood up for that date. However, it was not, you know, an experience. It, it could have been much worse. But what I always tell people is that when it comes to me, God always gives me favor in foul circumstances. So even though the circumstances were not great, um, he was able to show me favor in other ways. That's a word right there. It is a word, favor and foul circumstances. That's a word. And then, honestly, he wasn't even done yet because the next day, um, a really, really good friend of mine, um, they if they ever listen to this, they will know exactly who they are. Um, but again, I don't, I don't ever want to disclose unless somebody is like present to, mm-hmm. uh, to give their part, but very, very good friend of mine that I talked to and I kind of told what happened. It was just like, look, I'm going to make sure that today makes up for yesterday. Like, I know that you, you know, you went through some stuff yesterday. It wasn't all that great. And I want to do my part and do what I can to make sure that I can turn that around for you. And so that person was like, saved the weekend, to be honest. (laughs) Like, they were truly instrumental in me, not only having a chance to have a good time, Mm -hmm. but also kind of restoring what I kind of lost because I have to admit like being stood up is something where it's like dang is there something wrong with me is there something that I did like am I not you start questioning yeah yourself. I start questioning myself but you know that person was able to step in and reaffirm 
those feelings for me. You know what I mean? So it, it was just God sent those three people to rectify what had happened the night before. And I am so grateful Amen. for Amen. those people. Amen. So that's just, you know, somebody out there needs to know that when things like that happen and when certain things get blocked, a lot of times man's rejection is God's protection. So you don't have to feel as though anything is wrong with you. It's something that would have happened or formed from that connection that would not have been savory for you. So God is literally stepping in and saying, I'm going to stop this before it starts. Wow. I'm going to spare your heart mm -hmm. before it gets broken any further. Because everybody knows, like, once you're in something deep, it's kind of hard to get out. And um, I ended up putting up a post the next day and I was just like, the best thing about being set apart and chosen by God is that he blocks everything that's not meant for you. And the not so fun thing about being chosen and set apart by God is that he blocks everything that's not meant for you. Jesus. And I meant that because sometimes it's not so fun because I consider God my father. So I think about it as like a father to a child. And sometimes it's not fun when your parents block you from being able to go places with certain people that they know aren't right for you. Mm -hmm. And when your parents block you from being able to participate in certain activities or go to certain places, it's not always fun. But when you step back and you look at it with a different eye, it's like, wow, thanks, Dad. Thanks, God. I see what you were doing there. I see what you were sparing me from. I see how you were saving me. So if I could just say anything to the men out there, I would say be cognizant of when you are reaching out to someone to make sure that you're not putting forth interest in wasting someone's time. And if at any moment you know that your interest has fleeted, let that person know or just don't talk to them, but don't continue to lead a person on because women, we invest a lot. And, you know, like I said, it wasn't just financially with the appointments and everything, but I invested a lot of emotion and excitement and planning and switching my schedule around and things of that nature. So just let's just make sure that we're not setting other people up for a failure or wasting other people's time because time is the one thing that we can't get back. And if I could speak to the women out there, I would definitely say the lesson that I learned from it is just making sure that I am not providing that type of investment so soon because that gives a person an area of control mm -hmm. where they are able to affect your mood because you have invested. And also just knowing that God has your back. Ultimately, there is nothing that can be taken from you that God will not restore for you and restore you with even greater. You know what I mean? If I if I average out the blessings that I received last weekend compared to what I did lose. I mean, it's there's no comparison. God. No completely covered me and covered my heart in that situation and so ladies there's nothing wrong with you you know you are special you are valuable you are beautiful you are capable you are talented you are gifted mm -hmm. um, there's a story that has been circling around and I just saw it again on my brother Bo Nichols page Bo is super amazing 
he has a management company in Atlanta, Georgia. He works with a lot of top gospel artists. Um, but Bo posted today, and it was a picture of an old car, and the car looked kind of rusty. And basically, the story was that a father was giving his child this car. But first, he told the child to go different places to get the value of the car checked. Right. So the child went to the first location and asked about the value of the car. The first location was a dealership. And the dealership said, oh, this this car is old, filthy, braggedy. I can, at best, I can have you trade it in. I can maybe use the parts. I'll give you $1,000 for it. And the child said, no, I, don't, I think that's okay. Came back to the father, told the father what happened. And the father said, okay, now this time I want you to go to a pawn shop. So the child goes to a pawn shop with the car. You know, hey, I've got this car. I want to check and appraise the value of it. You know, what could I get for this car? So the pawn shop looks at the car, you know, looks it over, maybe offers about $3,000 for it. And the child is like, no, I think I'm okay. You know, goes back to the father, tells the father what happened. Mm-hmm. The father says, this time I want you to go to an antique road show with the car. The child goes to the antique road show with the car and they value the car at $100,000. Mm. Now it's the same car, mm-hmm. but it was brought to different places, different people. Mm-hmm. And so the message in that was... Don't worry if you are somewhere or encounter someone that does not see your value. Just know that that's not the place for you. Because it was never the car that wasn't worth anything. It's that the car wasn't in the right environment with the right people who could tell its true worth. The dealership wasn't right. The pawn shop wasn't right. It took the antique road show. It took that expert eye to be able to see the value in that car. Sometimes it's not about you needing to change, but you needing to change the environment that's around you and the people that are around you and surround yourself with people who can see your true worth. Amen. And so that is my experience of what happened over the weekend, just giving, you know, my update. And I'm going to continue to um, explore and, and get out there. You know, it may take a minute. Um, because with me, I, I put my heart in this stuff, so <laughs> I don't usually just, you know, jump right back in when it comes to that. I can bounce back in any other area, but when it comes to that, I just like to kind of sit back and self-assess and, and just let God do his work and let God, you know, bring people my way versus mm-hmm. seeking out. But I just had to to update the listeners because I think it's important to show that not everything is roses, not everything is pretty, and um, not every day sends me the best of circumstances, but it's what you make of it, it's what you do with it, Mm -hmm. and it's keeping your faith in God and allowing Him to truly fight those battles for you. Definitely. Yeah, that's, that's wild and unfortunate that you had to go through that, but again, you have a great squad you know when you have a great squad it can help a whole lot when you feeling like that you don't feel you're enough or you feel like you're undervalued and so you know that is the the key thing here i know men feel differently than women do um with how they show their feelings and stuff Mm -hmm. and uh i me personally if i had was in that situation where i ended up getting stood up I'm like, all right. So have you ever been stood up before? Um, 
Yeah, I have been. I have been. Then I was like, I called my homeboy. I mean, try to, you know, try to miss what happened and say, hey, man, what y'all doing? Or And try to just go somewhere else. <laughs> See, that's the difference, too. Because yep. I can't even say all women are like me because, like I said, my homegirl was like, okay, let's go. She was on the same thing you were on. Let's go. Let's, you know, take away what this night was supposed to be and make a new memory out of it. But I was just kind of in that moment, I was dejected. Yeah. You know, like I said, the next day, you know, when my friend suggested um, that we hang, it was a different friend. And I was just like, cool, because I was in a better place. I'd have my ice cream, you know, my caramel sutra, <laughs> my chocolate chip cookies. I was good. Yeah. But yeah, in that moment. So it's just crazy to me, the male and female dynamic, how we approach things from a different yeah, eye. Yeah, you, you kind of like, oh, we'll miss it. You know, it, it's gone. So you now you try to. Uh, fulfill the time someone else take your mind off of it mm-hmm. and then with me it will come back you know it'll never go away cause it's like well dang well I had an opportunity where I could have been with somebody but instead I end up being you know with my own boys I was like well I hope another opportunity comes you know for that if not then just move forward you know we do have feelings too it's just that we again don't want to show them Cause then it's like you being transparency is very difficult, honestly. Ooh. For men, for men, it's difficult. You know I think what? It's difficult all around, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because even me recording this episode, it's like, you know, pulling yeah, it's, it's like pulling teeth because a lot of times I want to be open about what I want to be open about. And with what I'm comfortable being open about, but God has to rebuke me and send a reminder my way. It was my good friend Ella um, down in Birmingham, Alabama, mm-hmm. who Ella Marisha, who confirmed for me. She said, "Honey, you're the bounce back advocate for a reason, and it's not just for the pretty part of showing the triumph. It's for you showing the entire journey." And so she said, "You're going to continue." to get hit with obstacles and continue to be forced to bounce back in the public eye because you have been chosen to be that example, that real raw example for people to see. Mm-hmm. It's not always pretty, but God, you know what I mean? So she was like, just make sure that you tell your story so that God can get the glory because you never know who that's going to help as ugly as it may seem as embarrassing as it may seem as shameful as it may seem you have been chosen to go through these things so that there's never a person you encounter that can position you with something that you cannot positively affirm to them that they're going to be okay exactly and that's something that uh i applaud you on you know that like they say you've been chosen so uh you got to be transparent, even though when you don't want to be, you don't want to reveal certain things like, man, I think this is too much to for it to be publicized. Mm-hmm. And you think of the potential embarrassment. But if God is telling you you need to expose that, then by all means, you do so because you listen to him. Absolutely. And um, I, I always want to make sure that people know that beyond the pretty photo shoots beyond the speaking engagements at the end of the day i am a regular person like you and i mm-hmm. um like I, I was just telling chi earlier like two years ago nobody could pick me out of a lineup like i was living my life 
in obscurity. Nobody knew who I was. And I'm not saying that I'm oh so super famous now because I'm not. But I'm just saying that the love that I've been shown from people in St. Louis um, that has been overwhelming love and support two years ago, nobody would have even known me. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I look back to that woman two years ago, I, I'm unrecognizable to myself. But the point of me saying that is to say that I am still that person. So I still struggle with when things happen. I don't always handle it the most professional, the most diplomatic or the most PR approved way (laughs) uh, because I'm human. And I truly want people to if they take anything from my life and anything from my experiences, it's that I am but nothing without God. So anything that you see in me that inspires you, that in, that you admire, that you like, the same God that did that for me can do it for you. Because it's none of Lauren. <laughs> Lauren didn't do any of it. Lauren would stand up and choke in front of people. It's always the fact that I am dying to my flesh and asking God to speak for me every time I'm on a platform, every time I open my mouth, every time I get a microphone, asking God to speak through me. Mm -hmm. So if you see anything within my life and within my journey that you would like, I don't think you want to go through what it took to get there. (laughs) But all I'm saying is you can do it too. You have it within you also. All you have to do is talk to God, have a relationship with him, ask him the purpose for your life, ask him to order your steps, ask him to guide your path, and he will align you with the people, places, and opportunities in order to take you to your next level. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody called me yesterday. I announced that I was a member of the NAACP. And I put out a huge announcement about it because I was simply excited. It's not necessarily that they had this wide audition and everybody submitted their resume and I was like one of one of a million people chosen. Mm-hmm. That wasn't it. I just put it up because I was excited. And so she reached out to me and she said, well, how, how do I get to join the NAACP? Like, what do I have to do? What do I need? And I said, honey, all you have to do is go to that link. <laughs> enter your information and pay the yearly dues and you can be in the NAACP too. just like anybody else so there's nothing that I'm doing I guess I have a knack for marketing it like it is but there's nothing that I'm doing that anybody that's listening to my words cannot do just step on on faith ask God to lead you and do it put yourself in those rooms DM those people that you want to work with Support them. Ask them how you can be of service, how you can volunteer for them, because you have to show them a benefit. Um, that's something that my mentor, Ivy McGregor, has always said. Bring something to the table. You should never be in a room with greatness and not have a great question to ask and not present some type of a, a offering or sow a seed to that person. So, yeah, that's just me. As Cardi B would say, I am a regular, degular, schmegular girl from St. Louis. I'm just out here trying to figure out my way in life and go through my journey and mm-hmm. and find what works. Um, even, you know, with this podcast, there are so many people that could start up a podcast. It's an amazing app called Anchor, and you can download it and you can start recording. So anything that you see Lauren Spearman doing that you would like to do, reach out to me because I'll tell you exactly how you can do it. It's, it's literally... 
easy when you are walking with God. That's the major key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Walk with God and it's easy. Try to do it by yourself. Get a lot of pitfalls and lessons along the way. My, my. My, my. That's a word there. It is. So I just wanted to make sure to to put that update out there and just let the people know. Um, I know this is not the traditional type of episode we have where it's very lighthearted and, you know, we've got the music that's upbeat and everything. But I did want to make sure to uh, give that experience to my listeners in case there's somebody out there that that experience might help in some way. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I have nothing I could give for this because this was your story and um, it was needed for you to speak out on that. And I mean, I can give like I gave my my part of uh, what happened if I was in that case. But, you know, that's all, you know, that's mm-hmm. all I can really give because this is your story. This is your journey, you know, and just look for it as um stepping stone this is uh and you can almost it's like you're teaching yourself when you hear it mm-hmm. you know and sometimes you're gonna need that you know when you have to go back to another situation again if it occurs uh you'll go back to what you had spoke about and maybe you need to hear that just so you can you know adjust the next time that you uh have this situation again well you know i hate listening to my own voice so i ain't even gonna lie to hey you. look at this look. <laughs> Look I'm at probably not going to listen back again, but look at here. You, as as like uh, on Insecure, there's a meme that goes out. You know what it's called? It's called growth. growth. Yes, it it was definitely growth. Um, you know, it, it was it was quite the weekend. I broke three fingernails. My lord, <laughs> <laughs> don't even ask. Like I think Saturday I had only broken one. And then I looked up today and I'm like, I lost two other fingernails. Like, I don't know what I've been doing. So, Crystal at Pro Nails, I, I need to get back to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I need to get back to you. And, um, yeah, so every um, episode I have been asking my guests uh, what their favorite song is because I am a music head and I love music. But we did ask Arlington last time. So, I thought this episode I would provide a song to you guys and um it's not necessarily my favorite favorite song but it is a song that has been getting me through uh tough times because i've had a lot of tough times in 2020 um and as the show goes deeper we will dive deeper into that because there are some things that are so fresh i'm still not even ready to uh publicly you know i've dealt with them privately but i'm not ready to publicly put them out there but i will and um, the song that has been getting me through is by J.J. Hairston, and mm-hmm. it is called After This. And simply what it states is there will be glory after this. You know, God specializes in things impossible. He loves to move when all hope is lost, just so he can show himself strong in your behalf. So don't give up. And I listened to and meditated on that song and and cried singing that song on days when I didn't even know if I necessarily believed it. 
But the more I sang it, the more I began to believe it and the more it began to manifest in my life. So if you get a chance, I want you to listen to J.J. Harrison after this if you're going through a situation and it will empower you to know that there will be glory after this. You know, whatever storm you're in the midst of, whatever storm you're facing, there will be glory after this. I know you can't see it. You can't see the forest for the trees. But God has a plan that is even bigger than ours. His blueprint is even larger than ours. So I want to make sure that you know that there is nothing that you are facing. There is nothing that you are going through that you are too far gone and you cannot bounce back from because you absolutely will. And that is from the bounce back advocate herself. So before I go, I just want to ask uh, my guest, Arlington Lane of the A-Train Show, if he has any last words that he would like to provide to the people. Not this time. Uh, you pretty much said everything. And um, just keep working. Keep grinding. Keep praying. You know, God was always in the midst, especially when you call. And he'll answer. When you call, he'll answer. Absolutely, but it's up to you to make the call. So thank you so much for joining us for this episode today for this little uh, impromptu part two update. If there was anything that was said that touched you, that blessed you, that you have questions about, that you just want to reach out to me about, the Instagram is check on your strong friends. Shoot me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Also, give me your wellness check. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know how you're liking the show, how you're feeling, because this is your podcast, and this podcast is the podcast that everyone needs. Thank you so much for listening to Check on Your Strong Friends today. With love and light, this is Elle signing off.